Welcome to the GNC Show. I'm your host, Justin Gwynn, along with my co-host, Joe Cooper. Joe, how are you? Pretty good. It's a little cold today, but yeah, it is this, what it is. This Missouri weather's been crazy. Yeah, 70 on Saturday and 29 this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's with rain in between and everything else, you know. Wind. Well, today the sun's shining. It's just cold. <laughs> but Windy. It was windy Always. last night, yesterday. Yeah, um, well, we've had wind a lot. You know, Tuesday hit flat and blew. I don't know if you guys got any storms over your way, but we sure did. Well, I think they had... Uh, sightings of a tornado right. between here, you and me too yeah i had a uh, mom was going to watch the girls for us and uh that night because school's out and everything so she uh she kept them tuesday was going to keep them tuesday night and watch them wednesday for us sure and uh i told casey i said well let's let's go get something to eat or at least go grocery shopping or something yeah. like that <laughs> and why we don't have to deal with two hooligans and uh so we we stopped by uh, her house, dropped off uh, pajamas and everything, and we made it just to Neosho, and she saw it lightning and everything. She's like, is it going to storm? I don't know. Do you care? You know, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and uh, she's like, that looks pretty bad. And it's getting dark and everything. And then, I don't know, we don't even make it to the interstate and going off about tornado warning and this and that. And she's all freaking out. It's, like, it's fine. It's it's going past us. That's where our kids are. I'm getting me, mom, Poppy's basement. It'll be fine. fine. You know, at least we're not home. You're not making me get in our holes. So good enough for me. Yeah, I, uh, our antenna is not receiving anything at the current time, and I had no idea. The kids were playing video games or whatever in the living room. I was sitting there with them, and I didn't have very good cell phone service for some reason. And I guess it all of a sudden came on, like the cell phone service, and my phone starts going off. And I look down, and weather advisory. What's the big deal? You know, I knew it was going to rain, but right. I thought they had gotten rid of the severe mm-hmm. stuff. So I look and. Uh, yeah, tornado warning, tornado watch, and all this other fun stuff. And uh, check Facebook just to make sure anybody in Cassville can let me know what's going on. Right. And then Tempest texts me, "How's the weather?" Well, you're further in town than I am. You tell right. me. <laughs> right. I can tell you this. I don't know how it happened, but we left the house about five. Stopped by mom and dad's, dropped everything off, drove to Joplin, ate at Texas Roadhouse. Drove back to Neosho, hit up Aldi's, got home, 8.05. Wow. That's what I thought. It's like, we need to go out on a Tuesday night more often. No joke. That's impressive. With bad weather, I guess, you know, but yeah. That's I, impressive. I didn't want to go to Walmart, and yeah. she's like, well, Aldi, Aldi's closes at 8. Uh, <laughs> but he was home by 8, uh, so yeah. I can't complain there. No, that's that's pretty awesome. We can't get anywhere in that kind of amount of time. And I don't know. It takes me 20 minutes to get anywhere. So, well, I mean, you know, you usually say it's about an hour to Joplin. So, hour back, hour home. So, we did everything else in the hour. Yeah. You know, so I guess that's that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be mad about it. That's for sure. <laughs> well, um, since we did just have Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we got Christmas coming up. Yeah. I guess we can go over what kind of 
things we're thankful for, kind of what things we do as a family, kind of tradition-wise, if we do anything like that. Yeah. You eat. Know, eat, yes. <laughs> and just, you know, what what it, you know, how it goes for you. I mean, it was pretty laid back this year for us. Um, we didn't have a whole lot of family and sisters, or I think are going to try to come for Christmas. Right. And so we just ate early on a Saturday with mom and dad and grandpa. So that was nice. And then on Thanksgiving, her mom and sister came over and we was done. That's pretty good. We didn't start till Thanksgiving day. Right. We went to my dad's and had lunch there. I think we ate at noon ish, one o'clock, something Mm -hmm. like that. And then hung out with Tim and Mindy that night. But we didn't do Thanksgiving or anything. We were just right. there hanging out. And then uh, Friday, didn't do anything. Saturday, we had Thanksgiving with Tim and Mindy and Tim's siblings. And that was pretty good. Good yeah. food and everything. And then yesterday after church, we had Thanksgiving with Tempest's mom. She came up and we had dinner at our house. Right. It was like a late lunch, early dinner. Mm-hmm. It was like 3 or 4 o'clock meal. So I was hungry by then. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. Um, what's a what's a staple for Thanksgiving that you you gotta have? Staple for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not Thanksgiving unless you have this. Uh, well, I'm the traditional guy. I love turkey, so I gotta have yeah, turkey. Me too. But uh, definitely uh, everything. Everything. <laughs> I like mashed potatoes. I like stuffing. I like I like cranberries. Are we recording? All right, we're back. <laughs> Technical difficulties. You guys would never guess that with us. Yeah. But I believe he was talking about your staples. You said you got to have turkey. I'm a fried turkey guy. Oh, yeah, fried turkey's great. Uh, we've been doing that for as long as I can remember. And, uh, I mean, I like any kind of turkey, but yeah. I really like fried turkey. We had, I've had, I didn't have fried turkey until I started working at Wintech and Monette and for Thanksgiving week, they were like, hey, let's have a dinner for, like, everybody in the plant, mm-hmm. we did our own thing. And uh, somebody just supplied the turkey, and everybody just brought sides and stuff, and they brought a infrared fryer. Oh, that turkey was so juicy. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever had turkey that good right. before. And that's the one, <clears throat> one time I've had fried turkey. Most of the time, it's uh, oven roasted or smoked. Right. right. And I don't mind. Some, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. Out of all the turkeys, I'm going to pass on the smoke if I have a better option. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, mom's husband, he made it one year. I told you about this the other night that he had like a 20 pound turkey that right. he killed, and I ate 10 pounds of turkey <laughs> in one sitting. Growing uh, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> it was good. But. Again, I'm like you. I like I like food. And I like turkey, so it didn't mm-hmm. really matter. I just, you know, uh, I, I know it's a probably a poultry thing, but it's really hard to keep it the meat moist right. and everything. I'm still still working on that myself, but I need a meat injector because yes, uh, I don't. It, I'd have to talk to mom and dad and how they do it, but, but we've been doing the fried turkey thing as long as I can remember. But they rub it. They yeah. inject it, you know, and they got it down to science, and it's juicy and great. <laughs> there, I, like I looked online, and people brine it, like they'll soak it in some kind of cider or whatever for right. however long, and 
you know, I tried that. I've tried stuffing it full of butter. <laughs> uh, season it, you know, try and do whatever you can to keep it good. But I think frying is the best. The re- reason it stays the most moist fried is that quick. Right. Seals uh-huh. everything yep. in real quick. Yep, exactly. Whenever it's oven roasted, just cook it. I mean, uh-huh. you open up the roaster and the bottom of it's full of juice. Right, so. right. Yeah. But, I mean... Love me some next day turkey sandwiches. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm a big gravy guy, too. Yeah. You know, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy. I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I mean, yeah. If that was, if I only had turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing, yeah. Yeah, Casey, Casey's big on the stuff, and uh, I'll pass, but. I don't like the stuff that they stuff actually in the turkey, right. but like the stove top, I'll eat the, <laughs> I'll eat the fire out of that. <laughs> Hey, that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I like cranberry salad, too. It's my grandma's recipe. And I think the only reason I like it is because it's, it's mostly jello. Right, right. So. It's probably a, a lot along the lines of uh, my grandma's pink salad. Uh, yeah. It's, I forget, Mom was telling Casey how to make it the other day. Uh, marshmallows. Yeah. Uh, jello. Something else. See. And it just sits up. I mean, it's it's great, whatever it is. I don't yeah. know. Tempest makes something. She has an orange salad. Right, right. And it's like Cool Whip and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I don't know. No. Too, okay. It gets too fruity for me. <laughs> <laughs> but like the cranberry salad, well, the way we make it is you get like a bag of cranberries and chop them up. And then right. you get some pecans or walnuts and chop them up. And you just make your jello and let mm-hmm. it set. And, well, almost set. And then you put all your cranberries and stuff in it and then let it set. Right. Really good. And to me, you can't hardly beat that. But right. I didn't have that this year, and I was a little mad, but I still got Christmas. So. <laughs> yeah, still got Christmas coming up. Um, my sisters are going to try to come up for that, I believe, so we'll probably do a lot more of the traditional stuff then. Sure. You know, um, and, I mean, they all got kids, so <laughs> it's going to be a house full when we yeah. finally get around to doing that. But um, tradition-wise, you got anything that you try to try to do every Thanksgiving or anything like that? Nah, we don't really... I mean, it's it's difficult whenever you are you have four different places right. that you could possibly right. be, but uh, no, it's it's mostly just get around to eat as right. far as Thanksgiving is concerned. Mm-hmm. Christmas now, that's when you really start to get into your. Well, we always have Christmas Eve here. Or we always right. do Christmas here. Or this is this, or this is that. And it's like, you know, I understand, but whenever. You start to have a family of your own. It's like, man, it's mm. harder and harder and harder to just be right. Like that. Yeah, and we live in the middle of everybody because I mean, she has all of her families in Arkansas. All my family is here in Missouri, but it's an hour drive, mm. or a fifteen minute drive, either way. But you know, it's like, yeah, I have. I'd like to wake up and have Christmas at home and just right. sit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with us, you know, lots. Of, we we lucked out and we didn't have chickens for this thanksgiving but we'll have chickens for christmas you oh, know, yeah. that's that's how it goes so you know that means we got to work on oh, christmas yeah. yeah and then um casey being a nurse you know sometimes she has it off sometimes she doesn't right um and so we've had to do the whole you know hurt people's feelings because you just can't make it yeah you know and it really frustrating on the ones who don't seem to um care or try when they're not the ones who have to do anything. Do the sacrifice. You yeah. know, they're not the ones who are waking up 
and they're just doing their whatever they want or and then yeah and so that can that can be frustrating well yeah i mean tempest this is the first year she works at access now and before that there was hospitals 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 Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter you know right you either got thanksgiving or you got christmas off Mm -hmm. and it was like you said i mean this is gonna be the exact same thing that you were just talking about you just say well we can either do Christmas this day or this day, you know, and kind of her normal schedule, you know, three days, four off type deal. Right. Okay. Well, I have to work Christmas, but I don't work the day after. Is it mm-hmm. okay to come? Yeah. And you do get the, well, we always do Christmas on Christmas. Too bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, and we've kind of made it, you know, so much about that. that yeah. It doesn't, you know, it really exactly. shouldn't matter so much. But I mean, I, I understand to a point because it, it is it is a season to give and show people that you care and, and family and be time. with them kind of thing. But we've oh, what's the word? Consumerized it so much. Oh, definitely. You know, and <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But at at least being able to get in with the family, you know, as sure. as I've gotten older, it. I honestly didn't care, (laughs) you know, when I was younger, because it was like, we went, we did it all, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But now, um, you know, uh, after losing some grandparents and everything like that, and my sisters being gone and everything, like I said, Thanksgiving was pretty, you know, quiet. Yeah. Um, Minus Sadie. But that's beside (laughs) the point. Uh, You know, uh, one, two, three, four, five, we got together with, you know, five people other than our our family for it all sure. you know so i mean it it'd be nice but it also needs a noise canceling headphones when everyone shows up that's usually christmas i mean uh, again it just depends on where we are and what we're doing but and you like you said making it so consumerized and it's all about what i got or what you know you got or who got what and gave what and everything and it just becomes a loud, chaotic mess of insanity mm-hmm. that it's just calm down for a minute. Right. Again, going back to family time, we didn't appreciate it when we were right. kids, but now it's like, okay, I don't mm-hmm. have grandparents now. It's just, you know, my parents or her parents and trying to get everybody to just settle down and enjoy a few minutes together or a few moments together. Right. Uh, I mean, I remember growing up and it seemed like every Sunday, Sunday afternoon after church, we was either at grandma's and Nana's, yeah. you know, and, and so you saw your cousins and everything like yeah. that. And now, um, poor Remy and Sadie, they, those are our, uh, and you know, in Houston and Jacksonville and who knows where they'll wind up, you know, in the next four or five years right. kind of thing. And so it's just, they don't have that. You know, they don't have those cousins. Of course, I was the only boy, and right. I hated it, but at least I had someone, you know, that was... That's either. how Maddox feels. Yeah, yeah. I know I know Maddox's pain, but, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's different now. Sure. And, and I mean, you see it. You've lost the glue that really held everything together. Uh-huh. I mean, and that's kind of stinks, because once our, our grandparents were really one of the, probably one of the last generations to to hold everything together and right. want those family mm-hmm. get togethers and stuff like that, the Sunday dinners and the holidays and stuff. And then, and I'm not knocking our parents or anything like that, but America or the world changed enough that right. they don't have that time anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it gotta be Busy. working. Yeah. 
Everyone's busy. Yeah, and that gets lost, and I mean, maybe it gets found again whenever we get old enough to. Well, it's been like a month since we've done a podcast, and whose fault's that been? Yeah, (laughs) both of ours. (laughs) I've been busy. (laughs) Yeah, both of us. Something's always going on. Always. Well, it didn't help that I'm down another another (laughs) hand at the chicken houses at the last second. Then I got sick. You kind of got sick too. I don't think anyone wanted to hear that. No, that was uh, interesting. I think that I got over it enough to just kind of hang in there. But right, right. I think that that's the way it goes. You kind of have it for a minute, and then it's gone, and then it comes back. Yeah, yeah. I still sound pretty raspy, so I'm curious to see what I sound like on here. Maybe they can't tell us apart. <laughs> Who is it, talking to himself? It's the same guy. <laughs> but I mean, we we do a bit. We let that that busyness get in the way of a lot of things. Sure. And I don't know, it, it, it's frustrating when you look back and you realize it, but I don't know, it just happens. Well, I mean, think about what we talked about in church yesterday, mm-hmm. being content with what we have and right. And I'm not saying that that's the case, that mm-hmm. we're not content and that we're pushing to have more, but the world tells you right. if you don't have this, this, and this, then you're not successful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yesterday in church, and they, you know, uh, the scripture said that if as long as I have food, then I'm fine. As long as I have shelter, I'm fine. And that's, I mean, we need to learn to be that that's fine. You know, saying no to the things that we want the most or learning how to save for things that we need. You know, not trying to take away so much time from each other that we don't have time, you know, at the end. Because, you know, I've noticed that the years are going by faster and faster the older my kids get. I mean, Kyle will be 13 in six months, and, you know, 13 turns into 16, turns into 18, turns and into 21. And gone. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I've got three other kids, but that time, you know, that's just as right. fast for them, too. Right. So, and... I guess the excuse everybody can look at me and be like, well, you're home all the time. Yeah, but that doesn't really mean I'm there all the time. Right, exactly, yeah. Trying to divide your time up between four kids. and Yeah, that's on me. That's on us. We, we made that decision to have that many kids. Right. You know, it is what it is. But dividing your time, making sure that they're where they need to be and making sure they're doing the things that they would like to do right. as well as be part of something mm-hmm. at home. Well, you got basketball and then you got wrestling going on and <laughs> – who knows what else? Well, I mean, as soon as basketball is over for Kaya, pretty much, they'll turn around and start softball. softball. And you got them all playing ball. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. fuss about Remy and dance once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to trade for a week? <laughs> no. no. I, I'll go to wrestling. Yeah, I'll go to wrestling for you. Yeah. That's the fun one. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. You're like, no, I don't want to trade that one. <laughs> Well, basketball's fun for me. It probably wasn't for you, but basketball was fun for me to watch, and it's fun to watch her now. Right. So, trying, like, really learning and really coming into the player that she can be and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I, lo- I like basketball. I played it all through junior high. My feet just couldn't handle it. Yeah. I just, I'd lose, like, 16 layers of skin on the bottom of my feet. Good night. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I was, like, a Tasmanian devil out there, stop, go, stop, go, but... <laughs> We tried shoes too small. We tried bigger shoes. I wore two or three pairs of socks, but it didn't matter. Um, I would I'd, uh, carry around uh, wraps and moleskin, huh. and I just 
tape it to my feet because I just peel off the layers and layers and layers. And you didn't so, have that trouble in football or anything? No. Nope. Nope. Never had the problem with football, really? track, baseball. I mean, um, might get a blister when the season first started sure. kind of thing, but basketball just tore my feet up. Really? The whole ball of my foot would, would come off. That's crazy. Yep. Sure. And tournament time was awful. Oh, yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but that's not necessarily why I didn't play in high school. I just, my freshman year, had a broken collarbone going into it. Um, sophomore year, didn't really want to. Um, junior year, had a messed up knee. Senior year, shoulder was jacked up. So, I mean, yeah, football football beat me up pretty good. Sure. But I, I kind of wish I would have just to say I did. Yeah, you I know. mean. Well, I think we've talked about before multiple sport athletes, mm-hmm. they tend to do better, right. you know. I I kind of want to do it my uh, my junior or senior year, which, I mean, yeah, maybe. Just to say that I lettered in four sports because I, I lettered in three, but that's kind of yeah. selfish. <laughs> Be content with what you have. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah, yeah. No, I enjoyed it, and I, I loved going to the games and cheering for the guys, and I hated not being out there, but it just yeah. I was beat up and – it saved my feet a lot. I don't. I don't know if they could have handled a basketball, uh, high school basketball season. You know, Probably that's not. quite a bit more than junior high and stuff. And yeah, because you're playing through December, February, mm-hmm. December through February, and then right. depending on how well you do, mm-hmm. you know, district, state, right. whatever. Right. I mean, you know, you know the process with football. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. It was just. It was weird. My my feet blistered up like crazy for it. That's. I, don't, I have no explanation for it. <laughs> <laughs> and they still will. Um, if I play too much out here, out here, you know, like um, not not on Wednesday nights with the kids or anything like that, but like uh, that night we had the the lock in or the whatever. We played a lot. They were they were bubbling up by the time really? that was done. Yeah. So I don't know. I wonder if it's just because it's the hard surface and moving around so much. I guess because I mean, ground is hard, but right. it's still it's going to give right. a little bit. Right. Right. You know? And you're not. I mean, you're stop, go, but you're not stop, 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 go, stop, go, go, yeah, go, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and baseball, you yeah. know, it's not track. You just run, so yeah. there's no change of direction there. No. Uh, I guess maybe I got soft feet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing on you that's soft, soft is your feet. It's <laughs> <laughs> a possibility. Just I have to go Achilles. somewhere, I guess. Uh-huh, just look at Achilles. Um. Well, uh, we, we do a little bit of uh, stuff for um, Christmas tradition. Mom and Dad recorded a movie, I think, when Jason was like a year old or something, the night we saved Christmas. And we've watched that, well, as long as I can remember. <laughs> and she, a few years ago, got us all DVD copies of it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, it's it's an older movie. Sure. You know, and I have a hard time staying awake through it. <laughs> and Remy and Sadie... Mm, they don't much really. care for it yet, but it, it's one of those things that uh, if it works out, we try to be over at mom's on Christmas Eve and we eat, uh, we eat a steak, steak dinner, supper, and then we, uh, we watch the movie. Um, so that, that's kind of neat. I, I like me some steak. Dang right. But, uh, I'm going to your house for Christmas. <laughs> but really as far as certain days or what, I mean, we used to try to make it work when, when uh, grandma and nana and stuff was still alive, but now it's mm-hmm. it's whatever works best for us since we're the ones with the young kids, and then try to make it all work if my sisters do come up, sure, so we can have one big one. But get some time together, anyway. right? Right. 
what we kind of adopted one that Tempest always did whenever she was a kid was they always watched a Christmas story. Right. You know, they'll shoot your eye out and Ralphie and I'll stick so, your tongue to it. Yeah. Frozen bowl. So she watched it like the very first Christmas I spent with her, it was on like as soon as it like Christmas day started, it was on the T V all day long and never right. stopped. And it was like, okay, the first couple times, it was fine. Right. The, <laughs> anytime after two, it was like, all right, I'm done with this. A little much, a little much. But we have the DVD of it now, and she'll watch it a couple times. But I'm a big fan of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So right, right. I like the classic cartoon better than I do the Jim Carrey film, right. but that's just my own mm. personal opinion. Have you seen the new one that's out? Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't much care for it. No. Yeah, but I think the... Maybe they just try to push it a little further than what the real story is. But. Right, right. And, uh, I mean, yeah, the girls seem to like it. Yeah. And it did have some catchy things in it. It's kind of funny, but it's hard to beat the original. And then yeah. Jim Carrey's pretty good himself. Yeah. Go. All right. More technical difficulties. <laughs> we take a little bit of a break and everything goes haywire, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. But we, uh, I remember going as a family and watching The Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. And so, uh, that one's always been a little bit partial to me just sure. because that was, that was kind of cool. I don't know, um, uh, if that was probably the first movie we all went and watched as a family together, but I remember it being the one that I was most excited for. Yeah. You know, um, and he's, he's just pretty good animated yeah, he, actor as it is. He was, yeah, as far as acting is concerned, comedy-wise, he was really good at it. And then they, he tried to dabble in some other things. And it's like, dude, just right. if it ain't broke, don't try to fix uh-huh. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey's a, a, loves Liar Liar. If it comes on, she almost stops every time. And I love the, the blue pin. <laughs> that pin is blue. <laughs> but. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones, too. Yeah. Uh, he tried the Truman Show, which was weird. I don't know how we're getting off on, on Jim, Jim Carrey. <laughs> now we're like critiquing actors in their films. But, yeah. You know, we could do so much better. <laughs> yeah, that <ain't> no joke. <laughs> <laughs> what did he start out with? I, the Mask or was the Ace Ventura movies his first? I ones? don't know. They was all kind of close there, but yeah, yeah, they're probably not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not really. But it was funny. They were. Well, um, we got uh, all these uh, nieces and nephews and stuff that are growing up on us. And uh, I wish the weather would break here in Missouri so we could do like a flag football game or something and get that going. Uh, Remy was talking to me in the car today about what to get uh, uh, Casey for Christmas. And she already has it all planned out what we're going to get her. And uh, I said, well, what are you going to get me? Hmm. I don't know. What do you want? I said, nothing. You don't have to give me nothing. She goes, ooh, I know what I want to get you. So what's that? She goes, I want to get you a football yard. Football yard. I said, a football yard. She goes, yeah, I want to get you one of those. Um, 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 um. It's like, what is it? Um, um. Come on, Remy, spit it out, you know. Um, One of those football goals for your yard. It's like, 
Okay, there you go. <laughs> you're gonna get a field goal post. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what she meant. It's like we could mount a field goal post, post, and then we could have you know the Christmas Day Bowl or something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got the flags, mm-hmm. mm, but I thought that was funny. It'd At be least like half arena league football. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, one, going one bounce way. off the barbed wire fence, <laughs> one side and electric fence on yeah, the other. <laughs> now we're talking like WWE. This is X. This is the real XFL. Well, I do like how they used to do the kickoff, you know, lay the ball on the 50-yard line and say, go get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. game. Yeah, go for it. Mm, but that's the real stuff right there. I, I just thought that was funny that that's what Remy went with, you yeah. know. <laughs> it's thoughtful. I mean, she sure. all the time asking about uh, what Sadie's going to do for her birthday. And I said, I don't know. I said, Sadie's birthday is real close to mine. What am I going to do for my birthday? You'll just have a football birthday. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I'll have a football birthday. I think you might want to ease up on the football. No, <laughs> well, the thing is, in the last two years, I haven't even watched a football game. So I don't. Maybe she I, knows you're in denial. She's like, or you're in uh, withdrawal. Withdrawals. And you're like, oh, man, he's dead and he's going to need his football soon. I mean, we. I used to never miss a game, but. I haven't, I haven't hardly watched a game. I'll, I'll keep up with it on my phone, you know, sure. or something. Um, yesterday I was doing uh, my my coaching on computer, and so I had the uh, NFL pulled up there and was watching Denver. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's no fun when they're when they're no good and hey, they won. You know, yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, it, it's just I don't know. There's there's bigger fish to fry right now than than watching football all the time. Yeah, I tried to fix my antenna Saturday so that I could watch it. I think you were fixing your antenna. Yeah, and that didn't work out so well. I went down there with, stick the coaxial cable back into its Mm -hmm. adapter, and I had electric tape, and I was just going to, if I could get a... Because there's like a red light on the bottom of the antenna. And if there's a good connection, the red light comes on. So I had Tempest up on the deck telling me whether or not there was a connection. And she's up there, no, no, no. And I'm trying to wiggle this wire around. It never worked. And I tried a hundred different things. And finally I was like, well, no football for Joe this weekend. Oh, (laughs) poor Joe. No football. I had to watch it on my phone like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. I've I've caught a few of the games that I'm kind of interested off and on on my phone, but for the most part, I can keep up with it good enough. I still. Yeah. It's not like I was. There was any one game I wanted to see, but right. it was. I like to have it on in the background, right. or you know, I just like to watch football. I, right. I do have you know I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, mm-hmm. but I do like to just. Watch right. football, right? Good plays, mm-hmm. you know, good defense or right. outstanding offensive plays. Those things, that's what appeals to me. So. Right? Yeah, we we had a, a sign hanging up in uh, mom and dad's house that says, uh, "We interrupt this family for football season," <laughs> and it was it was pretty true when I was playing. <laughs> but yeah, we, I, I I'd say dad was uh, one of the direct TV guys from way back so we could watch the broncos play yeah you know um and that's i've been a bronco fan for as long as i can remember um and they just don't 
play very many of them unless they're playing Kansas City yeah. or if Kansas City's playing early or something. Yeah, yeah. Then you might get a Bronco game, but especially here lately, last little bit since they haven't been any good. Well, you don't yeah, see yeah. very many of them. Yeah, Kansas City or New England, yeah. AFC games now. I mean, it's mostly those – I mean, they're going to play a local game first, right. most likely. Right. And then, well, if you don't have a local game, well, we're going to play the next best AFC mm-hmm. game. So, But they're – they're doing a lot like these high school teams around here. You know, you don't like what happens one year. Let's get rid of the coach and try again. Yeah. It's like you gotta, you gotta build a system. Yeah, Otherwise, you can't build no a program off two, three years. No, no, and you can't just. Oh, I drafted this guy. Oh, I don't like him since I didn't draft him. I'm the new coach. See ya. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work either. No. Well, I think it was. What there was a might have been Aaron Rodgers or something that went through like four different offensive coordinators in three years or something yeah, like that. Probably. I'm not a Rodgers fan or anything like that. But Really? You're yeah. a Vikings fan and you don't like Rodgers? Uh, well, you know, I didn't cry whenever we broke his collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's one of those things like you can't expect an offense right. or a team to do well if you're changing everything just because it's not working for x amount of time mm-hmm. you gotta figure yeah you gotta fix it but getting rid of somebody isn't always the answer and sometimes they need to be like hey i need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what works best for the players that i have yeah i'm used to having this kind of process but if it's not working for these players then i need to figure out what does work for these players right right and and it's really starting to show, uh, you know, with like what Baltimore and Arizona yeah. and Buffalo and them have done. Carolina did a little bit with Cam, mm-hmm. but uh, he he kind of broke after Denver beat him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's not but, right mentally. In yeah, my opinion. now he's a he's a vegan, and well, guess what? He's hurt. I'm just gonna <laughs> leave that there. But, Eat your meat. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, it's just it all 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 that's just. Use with what you got. Yeah. You know, take take some initiative and just go with it. Yeah. You, you got the talent, otherwise they wouldn't be there. Right. Don't don't try to make a round peg fit a square hole. No. Exactly. You know, build around what you have, and it wouldn't stand for not for long as much as it does. Right. And, I mean, that could probably go back to the GMs, too, hiring who they want to hire and it's like okay, well, if you this is the direction you want to go, make sure you've got the people that you have right, right that you want to go. But, I mean, me being a Bronco fan and having Elway as the GM, everyone's kind of fussing here lately about him not being able to draft a quarterback. It's like, well, he may not be able to because he was so good. He just, you know, he he could see it. Yeah. You know, kind of like Jordan not being able to do it in basketball. Right. Oh, when you're that good, you just yeah, there, there's part of it that we have higher expectations, right? If you're not living up to what I could do, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, maybe they shouldn't, and I mean, right. probably they shouldn't, but you do have a higher standard when you're that good, and you try to turn around and do mm-hmm. something for that organization. But I do think he gets a little bit of leeway. I mean, he did talk sure. Peyton into coming, and they went to two Super Bowls and won one. So yeah. I mean, that's that's better than. Well, Kansas City. But uh, <laughs> I'll leave that one there, too. Uh, but, you know, that's – it's it's just – it's hard to watch. 
I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to see whenever your top teams that are so great just fall from grace. Like, mm-hmm. what happened? I mean, you think, oh, man, they're going to be a strong team, or you know that they've got a strong defense, and then they're not doing what you think they can do, or they have a high-powered offense, but they're just not firing on all mm-hmm. cylinders. And it's like, what happened, you know? Yeah, well, I paid my quarterback $84 million to come from. <laughs> right. He have no weapons to do anything mm-hmm. with. And, and that just goes back to the Vikings. Yeah. We have some high-powered wide outs, and we have a great running back and all these things. But you spent $84 million on a quarterback who hasn't really proven himself. And you could have spent that I like money. like that. <laughs> yeah. You like that? No. Look at the offensive line that I've been griping about for – 10 years, Mm -hmm. you know, fix that first. That's me. That's my (laughs) guy. Yeah. But you see, see someone like uh, new England. Yeah. They have, they have Brady, but they also have Belichick, you know, and And they, he's one of those that he just takes whoever he's got and he puts them in a position to succeed. And then if he does get a star, well then he puts them in position to succeed. So he has a whole bunch of no names that are doing their job and putting in the work. And then if you do get, you know, someone a little bit better and pair them up with Tom Brady, well then they've had success and they've had success, unfortunately for like the last 20 years. <laughs> exactly. You know, it was nice to see Houston stick Before it to them last night, yeah. but they still almost came back and made a, that made because, a run at it. Because that's Belichick. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was any one coach that I wanted to pick some, his brain more than any football wise, Belichick would be the one guy because, like you said, he makes nobodies into somebodies, and somebodies he makes into all stars. Right. You know, and that stuff that there's just the no names that he turns into people is ridiculous. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what Brady was drafted in the fifth round or something like that. Yeah. You know, he was and, way down there. And, yeah. And now if you ever want to feel better about yourself, go watch him run the 40 Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched that. Yeah. But the stars, though, they don't last. Right. They burn up real quick in New England. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a fact. Right. Uh, when they had Randy Moss for two seasons, I think. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown for a week. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, they just don't last. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Belichick cares. No, he doesn't. He doesn't put up with it. You know, it's just this is how we do it here in New England. We have the rings to prove it. If you don't like it, there's the door. Yeah, you you essentially you're coming to me mm-hmm. for a job because you know what I can get you. Right. You're not going to get me anything that I don't already have. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's really, really I think how more of them should be ran. I I know that's oh, hard. Absolutely. Especially with having a younger coach. Because, you know, when you get a young coach, you know, half the team might be older than them. And they're, you know, they've been playing football for a long time yeah. at this point. You know, so just like, can can you imagine trying to be a young coach and coach like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or no. someone who's been in the league for There's no 15, way I could be a young years. guy and go in there and try and tell uh, right. Peyton Manning or Tom Brady what to do. I'm right. sorry. There's, there's I, I have a lot of respect for Peyton Manning because he was just such an offensive guru right. that – I don't know how you could have ever coached him. You know, I don't know. Tony Dungy, I could right. say that. And, but, I mean, just say, okay, Peyton, it's your show. Go out there and do what you got to do. Well, Adam Gase was the coordinator for uh, Denver when uh, Peyton was there. 
and Peyton talked him up. Well, he's gotten two head coaching jobs because of what Peyton did, and we've seen how that's worked so far. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, when you have that person that you're coaching, that type of person in front of you, then, I mean, your opportunities are going to be endless. But you've got to prove it eventually. I mean, you can't Mm -hmm. just, well, I coached Peyton Manning. No. Peyton Manning coached you, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have been talking in his ear, but he was putting out what needed to be done. Yeah. I mean, watch. I mean, you know him better than probably most, but watching him behind center and being able to pick apart a defense. I would have hated if, to be in his offensive line. Right? <laughs> to sit there and be ready to play anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah, because you couldn't even go to the huddle and be like, okay, what's the play? Well, it doesn't matter what the play is because I have five ready in case right. something else changes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just to, to know how his brain functioned with with that would be firing on all cylinders at all times. I do, I do want to talk to him for sure. They, uh, they've been doing the top – 100 players at their positions, you know, and everything like that. And uh, seeing some highlights of Barry and Sanders and Walter Payton and stuff, it's like, man, I wish I would have been younger so I could remember some of that. Yeah, because I I don't – I mean, I remember seeing Sanders play, Mm -hmm. but the only thing I really remember about Sanders is his retirement is how early he retired. Right, right. how much more he had in him, you know. Ten years. I'm sorry? Ten years. Yeah. You know, and retired, and he – but he was playing for a losing team, and I'm sure it got frustrating. I'm sure it did, too. But uh, Yeah, I'm sure it did, too. <laughs> uh, you know, and then Emmett played forever yeah. to break Walter's uh, record. And uh, last week, Gore passed Barry Sanders for third all-time. It's like, yeah. I know you was good for a while, and I know you've been around for a while, but I would have never guessed he would have crept up to third no. all time, let alone pass Barry Sanders. No, no I, yeah, you're right. I knew Gore. And if he plays another year, he might pass Walter too. Gee, that's one of those things that it's how, like. Uh, I don't know what he did this week. I don't um, but I want to say there was like 627 yards difference between Walter and Barry. So if he's really? passed Barry, you know, I mean. Yeah, he's, if he sticks around as a backup like he has been, gets another four or five hundred yards. He's liable to be number two all time. That's crazy, <laughs> and that's just that doesn't even go to as a testament of of how good you are. It just goes oh. to a testament of how resilient you right. are. Right. Well, yeah. and you know he had he had injury issues coming into the league. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, no one really took much on him. San Francisco did, and now look at him. Yeah. Yeah, he was a beast in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. And he did what – he was in Indy for a while, and now he's in Buffalo, right? Yeah, he's bounced around a lot here yeah. here the last couple of years. One-year deals and this and that. Yeah. But it's just it, – it's crazy to to think that he's crept up the list that, that far. Yeah, it's just when, – When you think about, you know, even Emmett, I mean – don't much care for him before he was a cowboy and everything like that. And they had a good team, but they had that crazy good offensive line. But you don't think of him as like you do the Walter Payton right. and the Barry right. Sanders and everything. And he did go to Arizona and just get yards to try to set the record. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, Gore, would you even be able to pull him out of a lineup? No. no <laughs> I honestly. Mean, I mean – 
he's not talked about as heavily as he was when I mean when you're still talking about Adrian Peterson who's still right. doing the work mm-hmm. and you're still talking about these younger guys the Kamara's and Gurley mm-hmm. and Cook and you know right McCaffrey mm-hmm. McCaffrey yeah yeah, Caffrey doesn't fit the mold at all, but he picked his parents well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good night to think that somebody like Gore is still around and able to throw his name in the hat with uh, elites like that. Right. But what are these new guys going to do? How long mm-hmm. before they wipe those guys completely off the right. board? I mean, yeah, you got Cook who's got to stay healthy. You've got Gurley who's probably done because right. of arthritis. but And Kamara hasn't been as high profile as he was two years ago mm-hmm. but i mean mccaffrey i mean he's putting up numbers he is they might he might break the record for all purpose yards this year if he keeps it up and and they haven't even been good and no. they haven't had cam so no. it's been all on him yeah i'm not sure if cam would have improved anything or not but yeah. well that that running quarterback helps the running back a little bit because yes. you have to have someone stay back on yes. the on the option read and, I mean, they didn't run it as much as they did when Cam was younger. Right. But it's still, I mean, all you have to do is look at what Denver's rushing was before Tebow took over at quarterback and then after he did. They yeah. went from being like 27th to leading the league in rushing because all of a sudden the quarterback's a threat to run. Right, right. And, and so that might have helped. might not have helped. Um, but, yeah, he's he's probably going to go 1,000, 1,000 if he – I mean, he's already hit a thousand rushing yards, probably close to thirteen hundred now. But he only needs two or three more hundred. They got five more games to play, something like that. Yeah. You know, so that's that's up there with you know Marshall Falk and all those guys. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that Falk. <laughs> had those crazy all-purpose years, you know, and there was the greatest show on turf and everything yeah. like that. But uh, I really wanted Denver to draft McCaffrey. Just because I I loved his dad as a wide receiver in yeah. Denver, but his dad will tell you, you know, I I'm a slow white guy, but you know, mom she was a track star at Stanford, and that's why I married her. You know, she was fast, and here's McCaffrey, who's you know six foot, two hundred and twenty pounds, and fast. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that's real romantic though. I only married your mother because she was a track star at Stanford. Right. I love her, but it's only because she's quick. <laughs> it worked. They have they have what four or five boys and uh and Christian's a star, but there's a couple of them that are wide receivers that are on practice squads, you know, and a couple of them are still one's in college, I think one's still in high school, but you know, they're just they're just studs. That's what I guess that's what the name will do for you because I've uh Tim was telling me about um the next Manning up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who the oldest of the Mannings were. But, Cooper. Uh, Cooper, that's right. He's got a son that's in high school that's they say is way better than Peyton and Eli yeah. was at that time or mm-hmm. I don't know when. But that would be – I mean, that's a lot of weight right. on your shoulders. But at the same time, if you can go out there and stick it in their eye – not I mean, he's not going to go out there and try and prove his right. uncles to be worse than him. Right. But – to prove everyone who's like, oh, he's just got it because of the name, blah, blah, blah. He'll never be Peyton Manning. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is how old we're getting. You know, we grew up 
with uh, LeBron coming out of high school and everything. Well, his boy is playing with Dwayne Wade's boy, and they're in high school. Yeah. And they're lighting stuff up now, too. And it's just like, huh, now you know you're old. Well, yeah, because I didn't even think about it until I think it was last year they were interviewing LeBron about how many years he's got left. And he was talking about he wanted to be able to play with his son right. in the NBA. Right. I'm like, what? I mean, LeBron's the same age as me. Right. He is – uh, like he was born at the latter part of December, mm-hmm. and so it was difficult for me, especially you know you hear about this eighteen year old right. all star that's from Akron, Ohio, and it's like good grief, whatever. But uh, you know, so he's thirty five, or will be, and he's got a son that's what. So if he's in high school, he's got to be between fourteen and sixteen. Yeah, I mean, well, between fourteen right. and eighteen, I don't know. Right. But that gun boy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, it, it's crazy to think that this next generation is already here, here doing something, you know, but yeah, I guess that is the strangest part. And I mean, uh, as far as being, I, I like the giants just fine. I'm not like a big fan of them, but you know, it's the corn Barkley, you know, right. That dude's a beast. Mm-hmm. And I was, definitely a fan of anybody who can beat tom brady twice in the super bowl so eli right. is my uh-huh. boy <laughs> yeah yeah but, uh, you know seeing him like you, you know like you said with the broncos them not being as good seeing eli and i'm not saying he was ever great but even in his good years he wasn't doing as bad as he was in these bad in right these right it, years and i don't know how much of it is on him because i don't think daniel jones has really picked up and ran with the ball like Maybe a lot of people thought he would. Right. Or maybe a lot of people were hoping he would. But, you know, it is tough to see those players. I mean, it's tough to see Peyton. I mean, Peyton mm-hmm. was still oh, yeah. good. But, I mean, he wasn't. He didn't have the arm strength. He didn't have, you know, the mobility. I mean, he was hurt a lot. He got hurt faster. And, yeah. Denver hasn't done anything with their offensive line, and who knows when. Right. You and, know? I mean, Peyton survived off. just barely because he knew what they was going to do before they do it. <laughs> so, he got rid of the ball. And yeah. we have all these young guys. and. You know, our guys who aren't as good as Peyton, huh? they get killed back there. Yeah, I mean. That's why we're on our third quarterback this year. <laughs> and it wasn't fair to Peyton because, I mean, he had a neck injury and trying to – that's just – you can't take those hits. I mean, it goes uh, – of course, our friend Lance, he's a big mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons fan, and Matt Ryan's been sacked. I think he's going to be – he's on pace to be sacked over 50 times this year. And it's like right. – do something offensive line <laughs> or coach work on your right. offensive line. You know, they they were just in the Super Bowl a few years, years ago with the Patriots, yeah. gave up that big lead, and they have not been the same since. No, and I think that, I mean, they did that again, what was it, in 98, 99 when they yeah, were there when with Denver the, beat them. Sorry? When Denver beat yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, the same thing. Mm-hmm. They just fell off the face of the planet. Yeah. You have a really all-star great year, and then you just fall into oblivion. And there's not very many teams that do that. I mean, I think there are those that suffer from the, what do they call it, the Super Bowl hangover. Uh, hangover, thing, yeah. yeah. I think the Patriots did that after their first one, but look at what they've done now. Right, now and, it doesn't even and the teams them. that are there more often, you don't really see it. Sure. Just like, um, you know, Denver, uh, Denver went and just got destroyed by Seattle, you know. Well, the following year, Seattle went and lost to the, the Patriots. Yeah. Well, next year Denver was in it and won it, yeah. you know. So, I mean, some teams can handle it and some teams can't. That's true. Um, 
Just run the ball. Right. Um, well, what's the Rams' record this year after? Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Know, they're, they're not doing good. Um, I mean, maybe not terrible, but they're not what they were last year. Philadelphia didn't really respond after they they, they won the Super Bowl. They Miami the, yesterday. Yeah, with the backup quarterback, you yeah. know, and they they didn't do yeah. – haven't came back. So, really, the only teams that seem like they can handle it are the Patriots. Uh, and I guess that goes back to them just being there every year. I mean, right. like you said, the more you're there, the less it affects you. And that's probably true. I mean, for everybody that has, does, hasn't been there or, or does get there and it's like, oh, snap, this is weird. And then just can't figure it out. And maybe a lot of it, you know, the ones that lose are like, well, we were never good enough to be there to begin with. And then it kind of gets in their head. I don't know. I don't know. That's not me. So, <laughs> right, right. Well, now that we've chased a football tangent for who knows how long, know, this started out as a holiday episode, and now we're well. I mean, football. Thanksgiving football, yeah, it kind of goes together. Christmas football, it kind of goes together, maybe a little bit. What basketball? Yeah, yeah, they have talk. Christmas games on basketball. That's true. Yeah, and NBA, which I don't really like, but I they play too many games. It's like baseball, play too many games. Yeah, to keep up with. Yeah. I don't know. Can you imagine trying to watch all those games and keep up with everything? No. I can't even watch 16 football games. <laughs> <laughs> the only need that. It's like me and baseball. I like baseball during the postseason. Uh, right. And if I'm going to watch baseball, I'd like to be there and watch it. Yeah. I don't want to watch it on the TV. Yeah, it's, it's like, okay, if I'm going to be this bored. Then <laughs> right. And, no, I mean, I know that there are baseball fans out there, but that young – and I do. I like good pitching. I like, but it's like, right. And like the NBA, I like watching those guys play, no. but I can only take so much of it yeah. because they whine about everything. Yeah. They take twenty-seven steps, yeah. you know. But I mean, you do see some pretty crazy athletic plays. Well, the absolutely. shooting now, is, you should, you should though. I'm, right. just, I'm sorry, you know. We can get, well, let's get off on this tangent about you're going to be paid all this money to be an athlete, and then you can't perform. Kickers, and kickers, exactly. That's where I, you know, we talked about this the other night. If you're you're a specialty player, you do nothing else on the team but kick the ball. Then be ready, to master your craft. Now, the Dolphins yesterday. The punter did throw a shovel pass to the to kicker, kicker for a touchdown. That. So, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Well, I mean, but, yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess I could eat my words on that one, but you're not asked to do that often. Right. <laughs> it was a trick play. Yeah, no yeah. one thought that was going to happen. <laughs> if you are, if your main job is to do nothing but kick the ball through the uprights, then you should find a way to put yourself in every single – Possibly imaginable scenario, and just kick the football. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I I agree completely. But yeah, I mean, it goes with basketball. When you're talking about you're watching these great plays, free that's throws. What, that's what you're paid. How to hard do. is it to shoot free throws? Yeah. I mean, again, professionally paid athlete, you should be perfect. Maybe not perfect, but you right. should be great at everything. Well, I mean, we were just talking about LeBron. Yeah, he's a great all-around player. Might be the greatest all-around player. He can't shoot free throws. No, I mean at times, yes, he does get hot yeah. and he hits a lot of free throws. But then other times, yeah. he's awful. Yeah, he plays you like know? a typical big guy. I mean, right. Yeah, Shaq was the same way. Shaq was <laughs> completely, you know, unstoppable. Yeah. Until he went to the free throw line. Yeah. So what did teams start doing? 
Hackershack. Hackershack. You know what? And he will tell you, I don't know if I believe it or not, that he shot free throws and shot free throws and shot free throws. But there's one thing to just go through the motions versus actually shooting free throws. Yeah, you know, he might have went up there and just threw the ball at the backboard lots of times. Yeah. But I don't know. If you know your weakness, go out there and try and improve it. Right. I mean, doesn't it? You're not going to get better doing the same thing that you're already great at. Yeah, you spend some time there. But the only way you're going to get the best you can be is to work on your weaknesses as much as you do your strengths. Exactly. Well, now that we got that all out of the way, <laughs> what's some of the things you're thankful for this year, Joe? Some of the things I'm thankful for. A house over my head, food mm-hmm. in my belly. <laughs> I, I heard the other day that if you have you know food, shelter, Lights on. You're like top 3% wealthiest in the world. Well, so far so good. <laughs> right. You know, and we, we take that so oh, yeah. for granted, you know, yeah. that we don't even realize how good we got it. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we're quick to jump on. The Look next. what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're sitting in a room that's heated I don't and lights. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> warmer than it is outside. Talking into microphones Yeah. on a computer. Yeah. Life is good. Right. I mean, the world outside may not be great, but... And I I mean, I think that... Yeah, we got to be careful not to be too consumed in ourselves that we forget about everybody else as Christians, for sure. I mean, we're supposed to kind of look out for everybody, so... Right. But, uh, yeah. Good family time. Good, you know, just... I guess I'm thankful to still be here. God still has right. a purpose for me, so here we are. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm thankful for this because this has helped a lot. Um the, well, church, yeah, the church family, you know, that's that's been big for us this year. Um it's been a rough month for me all November. I don't know why, but it seemed like everything Yeah, I don't know our text messages is kind right. of non-existent for one but at the same time i know you've been everywhere so i've been everywhere but just i don't know they uh they got macy's headstone put up um probably a couple weeks ago now we went and saw it as a family for the first time last saturday that was rough that would be but i don't know i don't know if it's the seeing the pictures of the babies that was born the same time she was yeah. because you know we are friends with them on on facebook um yeah. it's hard you know and seeing that um mom got a whole bunch of pictures developed and hung up at her house and she's <laughs> like come look at us i don't want to <laughs> and you know i don't know it's just i don't know if it's the weather's been so crappy <laughs> you know and it's just you know how that is yeah when it's just dreary outside you feel eh anyway but then I don't know. It's it just is is it's been a hard hard month for me for some reason. I, well, I think that kind of comes with uh, the holidays. Sometimes you get that way too. I mean, you've had a rough year anyway. I mean, understandably, right? But it kind of compounds whenever, you, like you said, you see the pictures of babies that would have been born around the same time or even newborns right you know tempest and i were concerned whenever my sister mindy had lydia right. it was like how is that going to be for casey and how's that going to be for justin to see a newborn especially mm-hmm. 
we're closer, right? You know, church family and friends and stuff. And we were definitely concerned about it. But it was one of those things where, you know, for me, it's like, do I want to bring it up to him and be like, hey, you doing okay? You know, or right. do I just want to just be like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> What's wrong? Like, yeah. But it, and that's not an excuse, I should, you know, but yeah, I can imagine that. And, and it gets that way for anybody, though. Right. I mean, you lose any family member, mm-hmm. you know, the holidays. And you got to thinking about it the other day. It was, it's been 12, 13 years since I lost my grandpa right. my, on my mom's side. And then in January, it'll be 10 years since I lost my grandma mm-hmm. on my mom's side. And then, you know, those are, I remember the holidays with them and stuff right. like that. So it gets a little... Yeah, <laughs> three years ago we lo- we lost grandma and uh, it was she fell the day after Thanksgiving and hit oh. her head you know yeah and never came back yeah and so that that's been right around this point too yeah um but yeah it's I don't know I mean I I got a I got a buddy who they're they're probably maybe due in January, February or so. And he asked me the same thing because he didn't, he didn't tell me they was pregnant. And he's like, well, I didn't know how it's like, well, I'm not, not happy for you, <laughs> but I don't necessarily know that I want you to be like, here, you want to hold my baby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And I mean, I don't know. I know everyone grieves differently. And at sure. other times, you know, it probably wouldn't affect me, but, yeah, I mean, I think you have every right to grieve however you want to, though. Right. And then however long it takes you to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those things that it's it's not fair. Right. As a human. Right. I mean, you don't feel like it's fair. So, I mean, yeah, do what you got to do to grieve however long you need to do it. But, I mean, make sure you're taking care of yourself, too. Right. You know, and I think that's what you're grieving is part of taking care right. of yourself. Because if you just bottle it all up inside, yeah, trust me, that's not a good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, and, uh, I I hadn't really told Casey that it was been a little rough just because I didn't know how it'd been for her. She seems like she's doing better than I am most of the time. Yeah. Um but uh when we was down there at the cemetery, uh of course Remy was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um and Sadie <laughs> Sa- Sadie was Sadie, but I mean she's still you know, she like kissed the stone and things like that. And uh, uh, they all said something, and Remy asked me to say something. It's like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And she's like, "Why are you crying?" Like, Maybe that's why I can't talk. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you right. know. And uh, so uh, we got in the car, and they was they was making fun of me, telling me I was a wuss and everything. Oh. And uh, I was like, "That's fine. You just wait. You yeah. just wait." And Casey's like, "No, that just shows that you know, Daddy really cares." Of course. Remy, yeah, Remy's just being Remy, you know. Ah, daddy was crying. And, uh, <laughs> well, uh, we decided to watch uh, Dumbo that night. Sadie fell asleep by the time we got home. She hadn't had a nap all day, so we just put her to bed. And so we was laying in our bed watching Dumbo. And when they take uh, Dumbo's mom, Remy was all kinds of upset. And I was like, oh, oh what's wrong, little baby wrong, Remy? Remy? And she said, <laughs> she almost had tears in her eyes. like, they're, they're taking his mama and... and I feel really sad inside right now. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, who's the wuss now? Yeah, you don't see me crying now. over Dumbo. <laughs> I ain't crying over no stinking elephant. Come That's on. right. <laughs> but, I mean, 
I don't know. It's just, it's weird how, how certain things, certain things hit me. And then, you know, usually it's like the first time is terribly hard, but then the next time I can usually talk about it without any, without any problem. But uh, I guess that's part of it. Right. Nobody knows. No. This is part it's part of it, I guess. Emotions just kinda like the ebb and flow of the tide. They just do what they gotta do. Right. But yeah, so I I'm definitely thankful for the, the church family that's helped us get through it. Uh, yeah, this, you know, being able to talk to you pretty much about anything, you yeah. know. Um and just the time I, I get with the girls that, you know, are here. Yep. Um, the, the two weeks that we got with Macy, you know, uh, the pictures we got because yep. we didn't know what we was going to get. Sure. And so definitely, definitely thankful, but definitely dealing with it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm thankful for this show for, as well. I mean, without it, I don't, who knows how much we would have each grown. Right. I think I've grown a lot. And getting to know you, I think yeah, that's one thing for sure I'm thankful for is the friendship that you and I have kind of acquired through all of this. Is It's helped me to grow a lot and really put things into perspective. And uh, I mean, yeah, God had a plan for all of it. So definitely thankful for the things that we don't know are his. And when they he does reveal them to us, as painful as part of it might be, we know that he was in control the whole time anyway. So. All right. Well, um, you got anything else to add? We've been at a little over an hour, minus all our stops and technical difficulties. <laughs> it's our holiday episode. It's like, don't they have like uh, the, I don't know, usually the holiday specials are a lot longer than our normal, their normal shows or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the fantasy football one I listen to, uh, they do one every single day. Yeah. And so they, I think it's on Wednesday, they record what they call the Megalodon. So they don't have to record the next five days or whatever. It's a four-hour-long show. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, well, they just go over everything that they would normally do in their hour episodes each day. So it's over with. And, yeah, that's what they call the Megalodon show. That's a stretch, man. (laughs) Four hours. I guess, I mean, if you consider these to be, like, radio shows. Right. Radio shows or eight-hour shows or, well, probably... Like six-hour shows, but I don't right. know how they work. Well, almost all the Jocko Willink podcasts I listen to are three hours plus. The other day, there was one that was 4.18. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm glad I listened to those at two times speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. Yeah, because that'd be... What is it? <laughs> Where does your day go if you're there for... I mean, no, no offense, but I mean, if we're here for an hour and... We have to definitely schedule, okay, I have this to do, but if I can squeeze in an hour before that, then that's fine. But how do these guys, okay, well, I don't have anything to do for five hours. I want to go do a podcast. Right. I think they, it's a little bit more of their uh, living than what ours is so far. Well, I mean, go, you know, need some some, uh, sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am looking at getting some, some hats. Yeah. And uh, maybe some shirts, and we can actually get some GNC show shirts and hats up and going. But I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I know that the one that the one and the one of one that I have, it got some pretty good re- reception it? here when I wore it to church. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, you got the one of one. I haven't even made me one yet. I know, that's special. 
There's the one shirt that fit me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I washed it though, so I haven't tried it. I didn't wash it. Well, I didn't have a washing machine for a while, so my laundry kind of got put on the back burner. I had to go through and try and rewear things a hundred times before right. I got them clean. But luckily, you know, I don't have a job or anything. So <laughs> there you go. Stay at home. Let the kids smell you. That's right. <laughs> Just coat myself in body spray. This there you go. Good. Might as well. That's what did in high school, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't put enough of that on, and then you weren't. I mean, if you couldn't smell you from down, you know, 100 yards down the hallway, then you didn't have enough on. So. That's right. <laughs> well, let's bring this one in for Landon. Um, all right. Subscribe and follow us on like all, us. The, all the stuff. Rate us. We're on everything. I don't know. Can they rate us? Yeah, they can rate us on anything. I guess if you, you get rate rated... And like five stars and stuff on iTunes, it puts you up higher. So if someone's searching like a genre, it pops up more. So I guess go do that. Rate um, us five stars. Yeah. We only accept five stars. No. Yeah, <laughs> n- nothing less. Um, but yeah, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Spotify Podbean. Uh, Slacker? Did we get on Slacker? I don't know. I don't know. We did it one day, and it was yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. Basically, anywhere there's podcasts, I think we are. Um, then we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can interact with us there. Uh, if you have something you want to ask us or something you want ideas to talk for about, a show, right? Or if you're interested in the hats or the shirts, then maybe yeah. you can speed me up on pulling the trigger on that. But yeah. Want to be on the show? Can we invite guests? Yeah, I guess, and we can do a call in. You know, is this episode twenty? I think so. See, see, we're twenty episodes in. It's time right. to start inviting people to come to the show. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Live shows. All right, that's enough. All right, till next week. See Bye. You.